welcome to the last episode of season two of the Talking Shop podcast. I am one of the hosts, Josh from Grand Slam Cards in Rock Hill, along with Michael from Medium Rare Cards over on Instagram. We got It's Cobb in the background, and uh, we are ready to talk post-National Card Convention. We survived. We are live. <laughs> And we've got a few great stories <laughs> uh, of our adventure this past week. Michael, how goes it? It goes well. And I'm, I am itching to get rolling into this episode. Uh, but let me do just a quick rundown so you guys know what to expect. Uh, we're going to talk about best road trip movies in the opening rip. Just because Which ties into one... our road trip. Yes. Um, as usual, we're going to talk about what's hitting the shelves at, uh, Grand Slam this week, uh, a bit of a light, a lighter week. I don't know if Josh is thankful for that, but it is certainly going to be a, a lighter week release wise. We're going to jump behind the counter and talk about 10 things that, uh, we've learned, uh, at least 10 things that we learned, uh, from the national this year. Uh, guys, if you have specific questions about the national or about anything, drop those in the comments. We'll take care of those. Then we're going to go to cards from the vault, which is going to feature cards we picked up at the national. And then a couple hits uh, from the shop that happened today. Uh, really, really big hits out of Topps Chrome. Um, and then we're going to go to crazy stat of the week to wrap things up. But Josh, let me ask you this. You're a big movie guy, and we sort of kicked around some titles on our road trip. Best road trip movie ever. And guys, in the in the comments, what is your best road trip movie to watch? Josh, so best the, road trip movie. There's ever. there's multiple that come to mind that are good. I gotta go number one. It's a classic. It's hard this this one's gonna be hard to beat. Dumb and Dumber. They're going to Aspen, man. <laughs> Where the beer flows like wine and the women flock like the salmon of Capistrano. Not only That's is he be the titles, he's he's like quoting stuff. Plane, I've got Ed coming in hot with planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, you know, there's some classics. There's uh we mentioned this. There's actually the road the road trip movie. We referenced that during the trip. Uh, there's one with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach uh, Galifianakis called Due Date, which is a nice road trip movie. Uh, one with Ice Cube. Oh, actually, there are a couple in this series. Uh, are we there yet? But my favorite road trip movie is uh, features um, Ed O'Neill of Married with Children and Modern Family fame. And... Uh, the actor, and he was a child actor at the time. His uh, it was it starred Ethan Embry. Uh, he was in uh, Sweet Home Alabama and some other movies. But it's called Dutch, and it's hard. Uh, it you literally can't rent it. You'd have to like buy the DVD or the VHS to to watch it. That's what makes it different. Oh, catch it on a replay. But uh, we've been trying to rent it or buy it on Amazon or some other. Um, platform, but you literally can't. But check it out, Dutch. It's a it's a it's a good family one. Some of these some of these road trip movies can get kind of 
raunchy, which makes them fun too. But um, I've, yeah. I've got, I've got another great family one. I grew up, this was my, my mom said that growing up when I was a little boy, I was extremely shy. And one character that I started watching brought me out of my shell. She said, I've never been the same since. And in honor of Paul Rubens that died today of cancer at the age of 70, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Big Adventure. Great road trip that movie. movie. That movie, yeah, great road trip movie as he goes and search for his bike. Completely underrated. Fantastic. Great, great shout out to, uh, th- look, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Um, great. Pee-wee's, what was the show? Just Pee-wee's Playhouse? Pee-wee's Playhouse, yep. I mean, classic. I could, I could still I could still play the theme song to that if if I had to. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, no. I but knew I you would jump into it. Please don't. Because that's a bit of an earworm. And then you have to replace one earworm with another. And for me, it's usually like a Disney song. And then that's in there for like days. And can't please don't do that. I'm a Facebook user who hasn't figured out how to log in and give permissions to uh, StreamYard. Is saying Josh is a Pee Wee Herman fan. That's disturbing. I don't disagree, but I can't help it. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of his movies, not of his uh, personal endeavors. Uh, let's see. Planes, trains, and automobiles. What about um, National Lampoon's original vacation? All oh, those, I, I think. So awesome. Yeah, that's another classic road trip movie. Um, you know, I only wrote three down. I should have had an exhaustive list, but uh, drop them in there. Um, and, I should have uh, known it was Anthony insulting me. <laughs> Good job, Anthony. Didn't we talk about uh, banning him from watching the podcast? How is he still we, making it into the stream? We, um, are we are I'm, we explaining? Are we explaining why we're talking about road trips? We will. We will. We'll okay. jump into right. that right. um, later in the show. But I don't want to shortchange uh, some stuff, some product uh, coming to the shop this week. So, Josh, what's new in the shop this week? So while we were gone, Top Chrome 2023 Baseball Hobbies and Jumbos, I just realized to my local guys, uh, I am way cheaper than everyone was at the shop. So that price won't stay forever. So if you're local, come down to the shop, buy some Tops Chrome Hobbies and Jumbos. Uh, Legacy Football came out while we were gone. That's a, kind of an entry-level hobby box for football, 2023 and select draft 2023 football is on the shelf as well that came out while we were gone and then um this week wednesday day after tomorrow 2023 score football hits the shelves um and then for our non-sports guys it's a big friday for magic the gathering there's a big magic the gathering commander masters uh set comes out and that's a big deal on the magic side so got a ton of that coming um, and then another Pokemon pre-release for the new set, Obsidian Flames. That's this weekend as well. So, fantastic! So that's what's we, in the shop. Before we move on, uh, Jacob, if you've got it, can you pull up that score um, link from Cardboard Connection so we could just take a look at that? Um, and this yeah. is we're going to start trying to do this a little bit more when it comes to products that are hitting the shop. Um, and so I'm going to pull it up on my end as well. Yeah, I'll give so, a little, uh, a little, can let me give a little, uh, a sales yeah. pitch on score football. So 
They're big, fat jumbo hobby boxes. They come with um, 300 base cards and I think, what, 100 inserts or something. You get like 400 cards in a box. Uh, you get four autograph cards. Keep in mind, these rookies are in their college uni still, um, but all the rest of the pros are in their pro unis. You, uh, I think the two case hit, well, I'll let you talk about the case hits in a second. Um, because it is a lower end entry level hobby boxes around 200. It looks like cardboard connection has it listed for 229. So, um, it is, it is kind of a lower end tier of the hobby scale, but you saw last week, if you watched that a box that got opened of 2021 score here in the shop. Um, released a Tom Brady number to five autograph. So I remember opening a box one time and pulling an Aaron Rodgers autograph out of it. So the big boys have autographs in this product. Um, and it's a fun, fun way to get a ton of cards for not very much money. And it has a potential high ceiling too. So I'll let you talk about some of the parallels in the two case hits. Yeah. So it's, it's a great, uh, it's an entry level product. I mean, if you're just getting into the hobby, if you're hearing, about this thing that happened in Chicago. And, um, you know, it's funny. Uh, the and We'll talk more about the road trip, but we were able to talk to somebody on the road trip that had no idea about cards. You know, used to collect them as, uh, when they were little, uh, has no idea about what to collect. This is the type of product that doesn't cost a lot, um, that uh, you can learn about who's on uh, who who is featured in the in the product <clears throat> it's a great way to learn about parallels and rookie cards and case hits you know you brought that up the case hits for score this year it's called a lenticular insert and that's for you older guys like me that's like the sport flicks cards to where when you move them around the photo sort of moves around so that's kind of cool and then a die cut uh, it's either going to be a bait uh a, a base card or a rookie die cut is going to be the case hit out of there. So really cool nice product. Look, look at the double trouble autographs. They'll do a lot of those on there. Yeah. So, and as, as, uh, as Josh mentioned, all the big rookies uh, are going to be um, featured uh, as soon as the checklist drops. It's, I know it's not on a cardboard connection right now, but as soon as the, um, the checklist drops, we'll drop it on the socials and, guys can see uh, which teams to chase and which which players are going to be available so that is score that's this week fun um fun product to open um so that is what's coming to the shop oh and do josh did you want to talk about international trading card day on saturday Yes. So once a year, Tops does International Trading Card Day. They used to call it Baseball Card Day, I think. Um, but last year, I think they changed it to Trading Card Day. And the, some of the products they sent to us to give out were uh, baseball packs, soccer packs, and garbage bail kid packs, if you remember that, with some autographs sprinkled in there. So it is an opportunity to come to the shop, one per customer, free pack of cards. Uh, it's on Saturday. Is it this coming Saturday, like in five days? Yes. Uh, the fifth. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully they get that product to me. If they don't, we'll still do it here. Cause I got, I bought a ton from last for last year to give out. We have a bunch left, so we'll do that. Awesome. Hopefully they'll get me this, this year's stuff, but 
Yep. And just a, and a and a plug for Grand Slam and other local uh, card shops. You know, we have folks listening uh, from that are outside of the Rock Hill area, but you know, it's a great way to support your local card shop, support a small business in the area. I know Josh is a big advocate for small business, so please come visit uh, a local shop in your town uh, and participate in International Trading Card Day. So, um, and I've been you know wanting what? to go ahead. Before I say that, talking about wrapping up with score, it's also a good product for these younger customers that are getting into it. We've talked about on Saturdays how it's like 10 to 12 year old day at Grand Slam, but <laughs> the, am- the amount of those kids at the national was way noticeable from last year. And I'm sure it, any other previous year, it was, there was kids areas that tops and other people had set up and it was just tons of kids. They were sitting all over the floor. They had their cases out. They were trait. I mean, I, I, I would walk by and hear them saying, so what do you think? You want to do that trade? You know, and they were just trading their heart's desire. And there was booths doing kid breaks where they would let them jump in the breaks for free. And uh, lots of young kids are getting into I, this hobby. So as annoying would, as it can be, it is the future. It is the future of the hobby. So we got to cultivate them. And we were, I was that annoying kid at a card shop when I was 10 years old. So, and card shop owners were gracious to me. So <laughs> I try to pass it along. Before we move on to the 10 things we learned and recapping the, our whole experience, uh, when it comes to kids in the hobby, I don't, I don't know if I will ever get used to the conversation, the conversations that I hear sometimes. And it's, and it's not as much now as it was during the boom a couple years ago, but it wasn't, it's probably once a day that I'm sitting there looking at somebody's showcase and there's a young young kid gotta be younger than 15 probably closer to 10 and i hear the guy saying what do you value these three cards and he has in front of him and literally the kid's saying you know probably in that twenty thousand to twenty three thousand dollar (laughs) range and i'm looking and the kid uh, is serious number one uh, it doesn't look like his heart rate has gone up at all uh, and then uh, if a deal gets done it's it's like they just um, it's like he just bought a he sold a pack of gum or something it blows my mind um, just the numbers that some of these kids are throwing out there and getting for their cards it's it's amazing so yep uh, let's jump behind the counter. Josh, 10 things we learned at the National. Can't hear you. Can't hear me? Yeah. Whenever that whenever that music's playing, it uh, it drowns out your mic, so I couldn't hear okay. what you were saying. It's, it's funky music. I like it. <laughs> Get you in the in the mood for ten things. <laughs> so I didn't hear what you said. Did you say any, or do I need to start? No, I just didn't know whether or not before we jumped into this list that I have, and this isn't this isn't a comprehensive list. This is something that we I, I put together in the show notes to get things going. Um, but overall, let's go overall takes of the national first, uh, and then sprinkle in some some funny stories, and then we'll go into what we learned. Yeah. So. Um... I, 
I heard more than once, and I even said this to someone that I was one of the guys we were with. And then I heard this a couple more times as I walked around and it just, um, this is, let, let me show you y'all something here, a little, little taste of on my phone. So picture this, if you can, if you're watching the podcast, you can see the picture I'm showing. Picture this everywhere over a, what, 500,000 square foot complex. I don't know how many square feet it is, but it's a huge complex. Um, and in some areas, picture this and then double it. Yeah. It was the, the, the phrase that I heard was, well, if anyone thinks the hobby's not doing well, they, they're sadly mistaken. Something along those lines. The hobby is alive and well. It was, I also uh, heard that it was a record at the national for over 100,000 and enter enters entries, whatever you call it. Visitors. Yes. At, at least. And it felt like it. And it felt like it. Yeah. So, um, initial thoughts for me, uh, and this makes me wish that we had done like daily recaps, but I was so whooped by the end of every day. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have had, I would have, it just would have been monotone and just bad content. Um, but overall for me, um, you know, th thanks to anybody that gave me the advice of just don't try not to get overwhelmed, but there's nothing that you can do about it. And it's one of these things that you cannot prepare yourself for, especially if you've never been, because your brain, the way we're wired is we can't comprehend anything we haven't experienced. Like if we, we can't make that up. So it was everything that everybody um, had tried to prepare me for and more. I mean, it's, it's just a monstrous venue. Um, I told Josh that it, I didn't get used to where I was. I, I didn't get used to the layout until day four. And then we were leaving right when I was getting used to just the sheer uh, amount of people soup. I mean, that's what it looked like. It was just people everywhere. And then just, getting your bearings. Um, yeah, we, we joked around. You spent 40% of your day probably looking for the people you were with, trying to find <laughs> the people yeah. you went yeah. with. Like we called and texted, where are you at? Meet me here. It It's not a joke when you say it takes 15 minutes to walk from one end of the show to the other. And that's just yeah. beeline walking. Then yeah. you get distracted. It's It's hard to explain the size of this. Tables um, as far as you can see, people as far as you can see. Uh, so just initially, that was it. I I sort of had a different mission in mind when I was there. I, I talked to you about that, Josh, about what I wanted to get accomplished, and it didn't really have anything to do with buying or selling cards. It was it was mostly to get um, the soul of the game card in front of as many influencers and dealers and anybody that would take a look at it. So that was really my mission. So uh, until maybe the last day, I really didn't look at a lot of cards, but my goodness, um, they are right. If it's, if it's not at the national, it probably doesn't exist. Um, so yeah. And the tough part is, it's so busy, like you couldn't, you couldn't 
sometimes you couldn't even search for the card to see if it was there because it was so busy. I remember on like the third day I got to a wing of this complex where I hadn't spent any time. Like, man, there's a whole, there's a whole wing of dealers over here with cards to see. And then I had got back there on the last day. I said, I've been to this wing, but I haven't looked at any of the tables because they're too busy. I couldn't get close enough to see the cards and the cases. Sometimes you're just at the mercy of where is there a spot where I can get up to the case. Right. And then, and then you look down as far as you can to see if something catches your eye. But, um, yeah, there was a couple key cards we had talked about looking for and we found them, you know, for me, I didn't find the right price or the right grade. Um, but it's, it's unreal. And I don't know how specific you want to get on some of this stuff. Well, let's, let's start in on my list. So the, th- the one of the first thing that I learned at the national, and it was something that I'd been told to do, but it was just very hard was to focus whether it's focus on a certain card you want to find um, or focus on a certain goal that you had in mind. And Josh, you mentioned it. Even if you are focused, if you are looking for that Tom Brady manga and did you, did you see some there? I I don't remember seeing it, but I wasn't looking for it. Yeah. We found one of, there's been, there's two different ones. We found one of each. The one I wanted was graded nine and it was overpriced. And then the one that was closer to the price I wanted to spend, which was a thousand bucks, this one was marked 12. So I thought maybe I could get him to closer to a thousand if I really tried. Um, it was the one I didn't want, the second year Mango <laughs> one. So I did take that, those funds, and I was able to buy um, a, a whole bunch more Brady's that we'll show off in a little bit. So that was one benefit. I couldn't buy the one big one. So I was able to find a bunch of cool yeah. ones and get. So, so, but it, it was, yeah. but it was still there. Still yeah. found it. Yeah. So for me, like I said, um, the first thing I learned is you got to focus. Well, it's whatever you can do to to sort of block out all the distractions. And I and while they want to make this a spectacle and a, an experience, I think that um, ultimately hurts the dealers at some level because it's like it's like if you put five bones in front of a dog, it sort of paralyzes them because they don't know which one to choose. And so for a first time goer like me, I, you know, maybe next year we could do like a, the national one one like a one one class, like take somebody step-by-step. Um, but really focus was the first one. And number two, oddly enough for me flies in the face of being focused, which is, taking it all in you know i'm already thinking about the national next year but you know we're not promised tomorrow right um and so i did my best to while i was trying to focus on my goal at hand i did my best to take it all in every once in a while i would just sit there breathe and just look around and take a look at this hobby that i i was in in 1986 and 87 then walked away from and now i'm back in it elbow deep in it and there's a hundred thousand people around us doing the same thing and it was sort of cool any thoughts on taking it all in josh uh it's it's overwhelming It, it it's really it's too big and there's too much it's it's too wild 
but you can't you can't change that if because you want all of those different vendors there you want all those different entities like tag and some of the others that we saw you they all need to be there um but it's just it's almost too much <laughs> yeah it's, so it's josh i i i've been trying to in preparation for this episode i was looking at some other content creators and i'll touch on that here in a second but um they it everything was pointing towards this theme of that this year's national was a little more polished than last year. Like it had a little more of a polished feel, especially, especially around the corporate areas. Do you have a take on that? Did you notice that? I didn't feel that at all because it was so busy. And so I think Mm. the extreme busyness of it lends to it being just so chaotic yeah, you know, like the wrapper redemption for tops. So, for instance, oh if you if you buy a tops sealed product, wax product from somebody, and let's say this is a tops box, you know, you buy it from whoever you bought it with. You go over to the top, go over to tops. They'll slice the cellophane off of it, and they'll give you um, national packs for buying it. Yeah. And so, the problem is there was a line wrapped around the tops booth a mile long and they run out of, they run out of packs the first day at 11 AM. So you had to wait till the next day. So the polished sure, but chaotic and overwhelming. Yes. Also. So that's my only, I mean, you walk by sports card investors booth and it's just people everywhere. You couldn't get, you couldn't hardly get close to it. Um, the V friends. Did you ever walk by the V friends, the Gary V be it was thing. right in the middle. Of, it was like right next to Panini too. So that didn't help, but it was, it was a madhouse. It was a madhouse and madhouse is the best description for it. doesn't mean it can't be enjoyable. And it's not fun and it's not worth going. It's a madhouse of fun, but it's like, to me, I, I wouldn't, I didn't even want to buy a tops product to go stand in that line. Cause it was just too chaotic. And so I'm not wired that way. Uh, that that's the only way I would say it's not polished. It's polished in the sense of, the breaker pavilion, which if you don't like breaking and whatnot, you'll walk through there and probably want to throw up, but it's, it's breaker overload. And it's like, you'll roll your eyes at a lot of it if you're a purist as well. But, um, that, that was a great idea to put that breaking pavilion in that spot. It's basically the breakers pavilion in the middle, then all the different sides and wings had all the dealer booths. And so you get to the other side of the national, you'd walk through this breaker pavilion and it's just people live streaming and handing out stuff. And I mean, backyard breaks was throwing out shirts. I raised my hand. They threw me out a shirt. I grabbed it. I gave it to our Uber driver. Cause I wasn't about to wear it. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, uh, so... but I got a tag. I got a tag shirt. We're going to talk about nice. tagging a little bit. And I have uh, the, un- the unveiling of this card that I had graded that I don't even know what the grade is yet. So we'll talk Ooh. about that in a minute too. Um, yeah, just one last thing. I-, I wanted to touch on the whole redemption thing. Now, I don't know if Panini can do this, but Tops timed the release perfectly for Tops so Chrome. Chrome. Yeah. One step that they could do with that is they should ship national product just for the national to the national that has those silver packs in those boxes i don't think that would be very hard for them to do i don't it would be hard and it would be it would be cool oh it'd be sweet because that way if you didn't want to open that product and you wanted to sit on a box of tops chrome baseball 
that had a national silver pack in it. I don't mm. I don't know if you've heard, but those those silver packs, I mean, there were people buying twenty twenty three tops flagship for eighty dollars and selling their pack for sixty. Yeah. And so they yeah. basically could open a box for twenty bucks. So yeah. I think that would be one way to maybe cut the line down because uh, and then the people standing in line are the folks that, you know, bought other product and, and it would cut the line down a little bit. But anyway, so the third, the third thing that I learned is that while things are hectic and while you are focused is to make, um, is to make real connections at this thing. Um, and that just, that's just for me on, the content creator side, the business side of things. I think making real connections with folks that typically you're only going to get an Instagram message for or uh, or um, a YouTube comment for, um, and you only know them by handle. Like I can remember meeting, um, meeting a couple folks uh, like Mojo Sports. Um, and I was like, hey, Mojo Sports. And it was just, that's just weird to me. I'm like, what's your name? And he's like, you know, he said, my name's Jay. I'm like, okay, nice to meet you, Jay. And I don't want to, I don't want anybody calling me by me, you know, Hey, medium rare. I don't want to, I'd rather them call me by, by my name. So making real connections like that is something that, um, that w- takes a little bit of that social, ang- you got to get over a little bit of social anxiety, uh, cool. to do, but I, I think it's really, really important, especially, uh, if you're looking at, making lifelong friends and connections with this thing. So any takes on that? Yeah. Um, maybe along those lines a little bit uh, it, for me at a, at a card shop level, it's getting to talk with the actual companies that are there. And, you know, before, before the show, I, I ran into one of these cards, um, rare edition, great, a card that came through the shop that was graded by this company. And so my goal was like, I want to find rare edition see these slabs, talk to them about getting set up as a submitter. And uh, while I was there, so I bought a, a Brady own the game insert. So it's an old tops Chrome insert. It's really cool looking. It's not super valuable. So this would be a gorgeous card in their slabs because their slabs are like blocks of glass. They're beautiful. So I go over and, and tell them, I said, I got a card shop in South Carolina. You know, I'd like to look at this. So they start giving me, they can give me the sales pitch in person as yeah. opposed to so I can ask questions. What was cool was I took the card. Uh, it's not, let me just find a card. Here's a random card. And I said, here's the card I want to get graded. And I held it up. And while I was talking to the girl, she's like, yeah, that's fine. We're doing a show special. What card is it? And I held it up and showed the card. And uh, this dude has his phone pointed at me while I'm doing that. And then I, I said, this is the card. She goes, all right, fill this out here. We're doing a show special. So I fill it out. I hand it to her. And the guy says, hey, let me show you something really cool about what our slabs do. And so he took the slab and he said, pretend this is your card you got back. And he took his cell phone and went like this and touched the phone to the card and immediately started playing the video of me holding the card saying, I want to get it graded. So they're, they're the first grading company that embeds NFC capabilities to play a video. So imagine you say, hey, check out this card I have. And you tap your phone on it. And it plays a video of that card being pulled in the break or that card being pulled out of the pack when you got it, if it was being recorded. Or 
you slap on, you, you touch your phone to a Tom Brady graded card and it pulls up a highlight video of Tom Brady throwing a football or something like that. So that's a really cool uh, thing. But on your note, it's I'm able to connect with those vendors and talk in person with them and have them give me their sales pitch. And it's so much easier than a pamphlet of information sent to you. Absolutely. And so tag is another one. You know, we went, I went and talked to them in person. Um, they have a program down the road where they want to put a kiosk in each hobby shop that's uh, participating. And you can get your you can get your card graded, laser etched, ready to go in 20 or 30 minutes down at the shop because it's all AI graded. Yeah. So I was able to just see all that in person. So that's making a real connection uh, with the vendors, let alone just the, the content creators and stuff like that. So. Um, so number four was go for as many days as you can. Now, I get it. That, that really is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. You know, there are a few people that can, you know, family first, right? And so those week-long vacations that you take with your family, you certainly want to uh, save vacation days or uh, personal days for those because you'll never get those back. But if you can, go for as many days as you can. Uh, to the national because, and I have little notes here. It says, because this is, if, if I could do this again, and hopefully it pans out to where uh, you and I are heading to the national in Cleveland next year, I would go one day as a buyer, as just a buyer. And then I would go next, the one day is just a seller. If I have got stuff, I'd go sell. And, um, and, I found myself doing that. You just go from table to table. Hey, you buy them and then you go. Um, and for me and for the shop, I would go one day as a content creator. Um, I yeah. got very few snippets of the actual show because I was just, I just had different goals. And then uh, I have go as a, you know, whatever, you know, a spectator, browser, uh, a browser, a, a spectator yeah, yeah, a window shopper, whatever. But I feel like that would, it, the only way you could do that is to maximize the days that you go. And so yeah. whatever that looks like, if it's one day, then you just pick one of those or try to be all of those. But if you can, you can. And I'm hoping the stars align for this. Uh, go for as many days with the highest amount of access as you can get. Any yeah, thoughts well, on that, the, Josh? I, I made the comment last year after the first day. I was like, man, that was a lot to see, but I've got, what, three more days left. I'm yeah. going to see it all by the end of day two. By the end of day two came, I was like, man, I, I need another day, but I'm sure I'll see it all by the end of day three. And by the end of day three, I was like, man, I leave early tomorrow yeah. and I stick, I could spend another full day. You just can't yeah. see it all. And some of it's because of the crowd. It's so crowded. You get, oh, this is, this area is too busy. I'll come back later when it's, there's less people or I'll come tomorrow morning when it's less full, but yeah, it really is. You'll get that feeling every year. There's just not enough time to see it all. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would agree. Number five, buy something as soon as you see it. If, if you know, if it's something interesting, I shared the story with Josh. I saw, um, and it was not an early, it was like 2005. No, it couldn't have been because that would have been a, a rookie auto. Maybe it was a 2015 um, dual auto Peyton Manning 
Aaron Rodgers. And this dealer, I don't know if he mispriced it or if I just, just don't know enough about that product or Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers autographs, but it was like 225 And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back for that. Mm. And then no, I either forgot where it was or it was gone. More than likely, both. <laughs> so I'll never know. And and it's it's li- Josh. It's literally haunting me. Like now, I am like on eBay looking <laughs> for this card to see how number one, if it was just a really good deal, or if it was a, a, a uh, that's the that was the going rate for that card. But yeah, if you see something, if you go to the national and something piques your interest, and it's it's not outrageous, or even if it is, if you really want it, just pull the trigger, man. I'll never make that mistake again. Never. Yeah. Well, so. my thoughts on that. That happens here at the store more more than you would think. Someone comes back a day later because a card's been sitting there. They came back for a certain card and it had sold just the day before. So I always say at the risk of sounding like a salesman, if you like this card, I would buy it now. I will say that. Uh, I agree with you 100% because that happens most of the time. It is very rare than what that what happens is what happened with me in the first 15 minutes of being at the show, I stopped at a table. I think it was maybe even the first big table I stopped at. The guy recognized me as having looked at a Tom Brady stained glass card last year. Can you imagine that? <laughs> of all those people, he I didn't even buy the card. He remembered me and him talking oh about the card. And I said, jokingly, well, I'm still thinking about it. And he and we laughed. And he still had the card. Don't know why. Maybe we'll find out in a little bit why, because I got it graded, but I bought it, took it over to tag, had it next day graded, and I have not seen it yet since I picked it up. So we're going to do that reveal in a little bit, but very rarely does that card survive one entire year for me to have a second shot at buying it. So 99 times out of 100, I agree with you. It's usually not there, especially if it's priced right. Absolutely. Um. Number six, and this is sort of silly. This sounds silly, but it's only funny because it's true. I said, get into shopping shape. (laughs) Dude, I have been, uh, I've got a golf trip coming up here uh, in the second week of August. So I try to walk in the heat and try to get just conditioned for that. Trust me, there's nothing that can get you prepared for for this or the national, because I'll be playing a 95 degree humidity. So, but get into some sort of shape folks. Um, I was hurting after that first day (laughs) and I've been walking, I've been walking four miles a day and I was whooped. And so, um, you know, the best thing that happened on day two and on day three is we sort of broke up the day with like a lunch, like you go grab something, get off your feet. But if you're going to make, if you're going to take the time, we talked about it, take as many days as you can enjoy it. It is hard to enjoy anything when your feet are hurting, your back is hurting (laughs) and you're, you know, I, I used to kid with my wife. I could be in the best shape of my life, but the minute you take me shopping, I'm tired immediately. I don't know if that's just a dude thing <laughs> my or a thing hurts. thing. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, you'd think that because it's like our favorite thing, it's our hobby, that there's a little bit of, you can extend that. 
but that you, you that adrenaline only lasts for a little bit. So, yeah. so get in the shape. Ed, Ed's comment there, Ed. I thought about this. A cart, you know, the little little driving around cart you can get at Walmart. Boy, how how valuable would one of those be? Because I thought of that. Good luck navigating that through yeah. any of this. That's the only the only problem. Um, remember, I, I talked about. I think every time we talked about going to the national, it was like get good shoes, get good. Yeah. In fact, one of our road trip stops on the way up. Um, outside of every bourbon, every bourbon store in the country, because one of the guys we were with wanted to collect collects bourbon and wanted to stop, but we stopped at a at a shoe store, and I was able to grab a couple pairs of comfortable walking shoes for for this. But uh, oh, <laughs> Ed saying cart on the golf course, not the national. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I did see a cart or two at the national, but I'm like, ah, oh, sucks to be that guy because he's probably not going to be able to get close enough to see anything. But yeah. Um, um... And, and I want to answer Ed's other question. How many days was it open? So it opens late on Wednesday in the afternoon, like 3.30 to 4, um, and goes till, I don't know what it does on Wednesday. But it's only open for a little bit later on Wednesday, and then it's all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So four and a half days, four and a third days, something like that. Yeah. But as I, as I mentioned, on that point, go as many days as you can. You know what was gold or would be gold? Is that, is that dealer pass? If you're a dealer and get the setup on Tuesday and can actually navigate, even if it's just the hundred tables around you without a crowd, that would be, that would be something else. Absolutely. Um, All right. Number seven, um, go corporate, at least for a little while. Uh, You know, one of the things that did prepare me a little bit for this is I was fortunate enough to go because of my uh, job um, I was able to go to a big conference in Las Vegas in March. And that was the biggest, that was the only sort of trade show conference that I've, I'd ever been to. And there were 10,000 attendees at that conference. And I saw some, I mean, you know, when Google puts on a, a corporate, uh, corporate presence at somewhere, it's going to be, it's going to be out of this world. So I was prepared for that a little bit. But Tops, Panini, you know who really surprised me? I mentioned this to you, Josh. Wildcard Wild had card one had of huge presence. It, it was as big as Tops, Panini, PSA. It was as big as anybody there was Wildcard. Yep. I don't know if that's something that we need to be paying attention to, that they're really making a play to, to for sustainability in the hobby, but shocking at that leaf. Had a it wasn't well attended, but Leaf was right in the middle of everything. They had a big presence, some of the best signage. Um, so um, go enjoy that. There's a lot of free swag. There's a lot of uh, really cool cards. Um, some of the corporate uh, tents that we saw, <clears throat> or that I saw because of the Soul of the Game card, were heritage auctions. All these big auction houses that. Um, had a big presence there and just some of the pieces that they had historical pieces historical can i yeah so. well so we'll probably because we're going to show off different pictures at different times let me show this picture off because um it has to do with what you just said um and this will blow y'all's mind um let me pull the picture up here and then put it on there but this is an oversized fake print of a Jordan for pure decoration, but look at all the Jordan rookies around it. 
there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, nine, nines, eight. There's 30 Michael Jordan graded rookie cards surrounding this. Every one of those cards is a PSA 10, which if you're not familiar with a PSA 10 is roughly a quarter of a million dollars. And there's 30 of them on this display. You just walk by it. It's just hanging out there in a case. I said, oh, let me pull my phone out and snap a picture of that. But 30 PSA 10 Michael Jordan rookies just in one display. Yeah. Craziness. That was pro that was Probstein's um booth. I, I got to talk to yeah. Rick and show him the Soul of the Game card. Seven cards. No, the MJ Soul of the Game card did not sell. That was not the goal. The goal. Definitely um, not the goal. For that card at this show. Uh it was to get it seen and uh some exposure. So but thanks for thank you for asking. And um, along and along that soul of the game line, one thing we picked up, the shop did, uh, we picked up the actual soul of the game car. We're going to talk about this car in just a little bit more. We have some crazy cool stories about it, but that is what the card's supposed to look like. So now the shop owns the actual card. Um, it makes it a little easier to show people what is missing and why this one is so different. Yeah. So uh, as like I said, we'll be popping up and showing different pictures all throughout the rest of this podcast. Um, and then Ed's question, are you going to do a booth at Cleveland, Josh, or just attend? I really want to just attend, but I think it's best that we have a booth. And so we have, um, we do have arrangements for a booth at the next show. Um, I still think we'll probably bring some employees up to run the booth so that I don't have to, and I can make the round still. Um, <laughs> Because if I have my choice of the two, I I would rather not be stuck behind a booth. Right. Um, but I think it's important for the shop to have a presence there. So we will have a booth next year, but I'll do a lot of non-booth stuff. stuff. Um. All right. Last three. We'll we'll knock these out pretty quick. Um. And th- and these are personal for me. Uh. YouTube content creators are regular people. <laughs> So I say that because we, we yeah, get usually a, they're douchebags too, but no, they were all the ones that I met were all nice, but um, they uh, they're just regular dudes. Now, some of them uh, were, uh, had a lot of uh, their own agendas, so they were busy and I wanted what? to be cognizant of that, but I really wanted to connect with some of them and they were all super nice to me. Uh, and no douchiness. And Maybe was, they are was, cool then. You wanted me to be edgier, <laughs> so I'm trying to be edgier. So no, everyone. Uh, I don't think we. I don't think we ran into a, a, a rude person. It was really everyone was super cool. Even like the people all around you. I didn't hear one person say, oh, "Excuse me, buddy, you're in my way" or nothing. Everyone was for as packed as it was. Everyone was super nice. Absolutely agree. Um, all right, number nine, take advantage of evening events. Now, Josh, you were locked into a couple. Uh, one happened to be a White Sox and Cubs game, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> and the other one was a uh, the, your distributor uh, had uh, had an event for the, the, their folks, their clients. Yep. Um, but I had a little bit more freedom. Uh, and... Um, Talk about personal connections and even uh, finding or seeing 
uh, product that you normally wouldn't see on the floor just because of the crowds. But I went to a soccer trade night. And Josh, I'm not kidding you. There was more. That's the most high-end soccer I've ever seen in one room. Because it was just soccer. They had a few. They had this one sweet Brady I showed you the picture of. But um, those are everywhere when it comes to the national. In fact, police at the Lowe's hotel had to shut a trade that trade night down at the Lowe's hotel. And probably not because of rowdiness, just probably from request of the from people on the first floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they were so they weren't quiet at least, so. No, you're not it's it's hard to keep um it's hard to keep, you know, 2000 people in a hotel lobby quiet. It's big. Yeah. It was big. So those extracurricular events uh which ties into getting real connections you got to take advantage of those uh and then I, uh, number not go ahead i got at my distributor dinner i sat at a table with the guys from uh midwest cards yes and so yeah so i got to sit there and eat dinner and chat with those guys we had a we had a good time laughing it up and goofing around and sharing stories and stuff so i learned a Absolutely. lot about the daily operations of midwest cards <laughs> out of and- columbus ohio there you go. Yeah. Big, big. Uh, and are they a card shop or they just, they sell yeah. wax like a card shop and then they sell wax online. And he said, uh, but their wax online is like 90% of their business. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, be generous, be generous. Um, I know that um, there are times that you want to get these copy goals um accomplished and you're on a budget and maybe not just a monetary budget, but a time budget, but, um, be generous, pay it forward. Uh, if you got a chance to maybe take a bit of a haircut on a deal to help somebody get a car that they want, um, let it go, man. Uh, you know, that will, it will come back to you. So any thoughts on that, Josh? Uh, no, I would agree. Um, yeah, I would agree. Um, I would, all right. I would say I would say one other thing would be set a budget if you go personally because I had a budget and then I said you know what I don't need I don't need to be buying a bunch of crap and so I I said I lowered my budget way down and then I still went and still hit my budget and then went a little bit over it so it's like <laughs> the old adage of you can go broke buying up the stuff that you like at that show. Like I could, there was 500 different Brady cards that I wanted that weren't expensive, but you would grow, you would just go broke buying them all. You just can't afford to buy them all. And so people have to be really careful of that. Set a budget or only take X amount of dollars. And when it's gone, it's gone. But I, I ran out of my budget and went over my budget before the last day. So the last day I was like, I'm just going to walk around and enjoy this and I'm not going to buy anything. I still bought a couple little things, but you just, <laughs> it's because you can't help it. But I had to tell myself, this is just a window shopping day. I've got plenty of stuff already. So, all right. And you'll see some of that in just a few minutes. There you go. Well, let's, let's do that. Let's uh, Jacob, if you could pull up a couple of videos we want to share uh, and then uh, I'll, I'll work with Josh and get some, um, some footage and pictures ready for a, a, a little bit of a YouTube video. So, um, yep. All right, Jacob. So this is a this is so this is a video that I just was lucky enough to be part of. 
I was walking around the Golden uh, booth, actually seeing if either Nat Turner or Ken Golden was there, and they weren't. And a guy came up to me, put a camera in my face, and said, hey, do you want to show what's in your hobby box or your Pelican case? I'm like, do I have a card to show you? So if you want to go ahead and roll, Jacob, this is on the Golden um, Golden Instagram page. A really, really rare Jordan card. I guarantee you've never seen it. So this is full of the game. It's missing the foil. So the owner of the card packed full this back in 1998 and sat on it and it was graded this year and authenticated. So I think that video is up to what almost almost 40,000 views last I checked. Was that was a lightning strike, you know? Uh, it's not going to be very often where you set a goal out and then things just fall into place to to get uh, that sort of card exposure. But uh, yeah, almost forty thousand, uh, sneaking just ahead of Gary V. And gotcha, someone Gary. comment, so a random stranger commented on the video and said that card has to be worth a hundred thousand dollars, you know? Yep. So. Um, you know, I, just along those lines, uh, everybody that I showed that card to uh, had a very, very confused look on their face initially. Um, sure. No one. It was, um, oh, and here I ran into Jay with Mojo Sports. So let's go ahead and roll that. Oh, the rarest. Yes, the rarest Michael Jordan card you'll ever see. Wow. 1988 or 1998-99 Skybox Premium sold again. Wow. It's missing the foil. So, How much is something like this worth? I have no clue. Priceless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let me show you what it's supposed to look like. That's what it's supposed to look like. That's what it's supposed to look like. So is this like an error? Oh. I've never seen anything like it. Neither have I, but my YouTube channel has. That's pretty good. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> now a lot of people have laid eyes on it. Yes. So uh, it was fun. You know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, there was a couple uh, I had to get over sort of my me being an introvert and and walking up to people that I'd seen on YouTube that I knew had great followings and uh, show them the card. It got easier as the show went on, but uh, it was fun. You, you've, you've heard me use this card as a reference for that soul of the game card. Um you don't see these in person very often. You'll see them at the National. Very rarely I come across these two. Um, so look at that. A graded eight of the Frank Thomas that's missing something on the front, just like our Soul of the Game card is missing something on the front. But an eight brings 12,500. And there's a, I can't tell what that grade is, but it's much less than an eight for 8,000. So imagine if you've got Michael Jordan and not, there's known to be 300 of these. Right. We have the only, potentially the only no foil soul of the game card so just lends to its uh credibility of being a valuable card absolutely so josh do you want to go into showing off some of uh the cards we picked up uh sure so i bought a lot of brady's i won't bore you with them in great detail but i do want to show you guys uh, a bunch of them so i went on a shopping spree for stuff like this that for Brady gets a little pricey, uh, but overall they're not super expensive cards, but they're ones I want in my collection. So a lot of numbered stuff. These are definitely not valuable, but I pick these up anytime I can see Spellbounds. Um, 
an old bazooka comic card, also not expensive. So these were just really inexpensive. I love old die cuts and short print stuff. So that's just a really cool older die cut. Uh, this came to the booth that we had cards at, and the guy calls me that's running the booth and says, hey, guys got to select uh, tiger print. I said, talk them down as much as you can and buy it, and I'll pay you back. So he picked that up for me. I love, love, love that card. They'll be getting graded. This is super cheap. I'll slab this up, but a die cut intros out of an older prism card. And then refractors like this are all over the place. And I, if I can get a good price on them, I like to buy those. So that's the non-graded stuff. Um, and then I've got stuff like this. Again, old blue refractor that's graded. Um, numbered white die cut out of select. Um, again, another. This is numbered to $2.99 out of Phoenix. Love, love, love this card. Number to 429, and I got an SGC, it got an SGC 10, so you got to assume that's probably a PSA 10. It's an old blue refractor. Check this out, another SGC 10, an old Bowman Best Brady. A lot of the times these guys would have a handful of these. Um, here's a little purple 05 Topps Chrome um, Brady card. But I would, I would bundle them together and try to get a really good discount. Uh, I'd never seen this card before, so I thought it was really cool. It's 03, so it's early career. It's an oh. SGC 10. I mean, you got to assume, again, that's a PSA 10 all day. This one's not super valuable. I really love this card, just the way it looks and the design oh, of it. Those so that one. are nice. Yeah. Yep. And then the stuff in PSA slab. I got a Storm Chaser, PSA 9. I paid like 50 bucks for this, and I thought I got a super steal of a deal, but that's about what they go for, 50 bucks. But... Uh, number to 149 game used jersey piece in a PSA slab from 08. I'm just a sucker for old select cards. This card was not valuable, like 40 bucks. Uh, it is the silver, it's a nine. Really old school label. Um, PSA 10, old 13 Crusade blue. And again, I just, I can't get enough of these older select cards. Uh, that's the tricolor in a PSA 10. Old Contenders, base card, 8 PSA. I didn't have this card. That's what jumped out at me, why I bought it. Again, not expensive. This is a white refractor that is numbered, numbered to the weirdest number you'll ever see, numbered to 869. <laughs> but a PSA 8, those old, old refractors again. Um, a Fireworks. PSA 9, nothing super special, but love it. And this is one of my favorite cards of the whole show that I picked up. Old school prism. And then these, uh, I got suckered into buying these. These were not cheap. Um, now I need the BRA. I'm going to complete the Brady with this. These are like thick manufactured patches. So I got those. And then, are we doing my reveal now? Yes. Crack All that right, thing so open. I have... So let me tell you the real quick story. I went to Tag. Tag is a company that uses artificial intelligence to grade their cards. And then they slab them up. And instead of a paper label, the label and information is laser etched into the case. Um, when you're done, they send you your card like this in a box. When you open it up, I already sliced it because I needed to transport some cards home in a box. And you can see the box took a little bit of a beating as it traveled its way home in my bag. Um, but when you open it up, you're presented with this. Again, the paper was nice, nicer displayed than this, but you get a sealed 
card pack that you open to reveal the card. So this card is that uh, prism stained glass. First card I picked up at the National. I took it over to TAG. I did the next day grading. Picked it up the next day. I have not seen it yet. Um, it did have, this is not going to be a 10 unless something is crazy off with their artificial intelligence. It has that famous prism bubble. And so I don't really care what it grades. I really just wanted it in this lab. So I am seeing this for the first time. We're going to all see it together. Prism stained glass, Tom Brady, graded by tag. I'm trying to open it without seeing the grade so we can all see it together. One, two, three. There it is. That's kind of exactly what I was hoping for, wow. a nine. So but you see the, the label is completely clear. So that card looks like it's just floating there. That is cool. So laser etched. We will definitely have one of these kiosks in the store. I don't know um, if that's five years out, one year out, this year out. I don't know. But uh, super excited to be able to do some submitting with these guys. So if you are interested in submitting cards to TAG, we can do that for you here at the shop. Um, I'm going to take it out of the plat out of the um, bag too, because I love it. And, and still rare, rare grading. I'm just a sucker for these guys. Um, I left a card with them. They're going to ship it to me and I am stoked because I think it looks even better than this personally, but there it is. I like it a lot. Nice. All right. That Fantastic. includes my pickups for the most part. So, all right. So, um, Jacob, if you could switch it over to there, we go. Hey, so, you got your VIP pass. Yeah, look at that. Fancy. So, I did not pick up a lot of cards, uh, and the ones that I did pick up uh, were not very big cards, but they were fun. So, I got this. Um, um, I didn't all see the that Babe, one. all the Babe Ruth cards that were there were uh, like thousands and thousands of dollars not all of them but the ones that in the showcases were and so susan my wife i always try to get her something so that I keep going to these shows she's a big super mario uh, uh fan and so i saw this uh this was part of a deal that i uh made but i this is this is like from panini so this is uh an actual mario card so, fragmented reality yeah that's sweet yeah looks cool um susan and i just finished watching boardwalk empire great show by the way and uh these little minis were a part of a collaboration with dj ski from last year's national and um and so this one was it says atlantic city here and this is says it's shoeless so i'm assuming this is shoeless joe jackson which i thought was cool and then just nice. another one called hustle um you can see there's a little ebay bag there so just kind of cool odd stuff uh if you guys uh, watch our program i'm sure you've seen slab stocks well aaron novak uh, or Nowak um is leads up um slab stocks and so he is one of the bigger content creation creators in the space. So he had a sh super short print in this year's tops big league um, as a content <laughs> creator. 
And so he gave me one of his cards and then he signed it for me right there. So I thought that was cool. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, and then um, another uh, content creator that I follow, uh, his name is Tyler Schmidt. He's part of the Card Talk pod. Um, and he had a card uh, of himself. And I, you know, I think it's by one one thirty seven p.m. So this is not like a Tops or Panini card. This is a custom card. But um, I asked him to sign it. And I also, after he signed it and put it in the one touch, I'm like, nope, I want you to sign it. And I want you to put one of one on it. For me. <laughs> so it's a signed one of one. Tyler, thank you very much for that. Uh, and then, so those are my my pickups from the National. So, so they're fun cards. Uh, I did I did not see any uh really really um juicy as josh would say uh chipper jones cards there but i also uh wasn't looking really really hard uh, either so those are my pickups in the national sweet oh are Are, we gonna do uh cards that customers pulled while i was gone for today uh we can't we can't so these are Uh, these are just a couple hits from the shop because i was gone I didn't have time to chase all the pictures down. So I want to show this one. This one was pulled while we were gone. And uh, I was sent a picture of it. This is a big card. But a customer pulled this. The Corbin Carroll Red Way. That's number to five at a Topps Chrome. That's a huge card. That's an enormous card. Someone has one listed on eBay for like, you know, the asking price is that six grand or best offered type price, but it's at least a couple thousand for sure. And we pulled these today out of the shop um, in the Topps Chrome break we did. Spencer Steer is a stud for the Reds. Little color match numbered five of five. Pulled that for a customer. And then this was the first time I had seen this one, that Sub-Zero insert Jordan Walker for the Cardinals. That is cool. Um, I love that because it's not like a sepia. It's like still has some color with it. And so what's that numbered, Josh? It's like, uh, nine, it's like, it should be negative, right? Yeah. It's negative one out of zero. <laughs> love it. If you can see it there. I love it. Hard to see, but yeah. So a couple big hit, a couple big hits today from the shop. Uh, and then that one huge one while we were gone, there were other stuff hit actually this, I think people were maybe, um, or maybe in the mood because if they're a card collector, they probably subscribe to a lot of the content creators and card shops on Instagram and Facebook. So they probably saw lots of posting about the national going on something because we were really busy back at the shop and did, did well <laughs> while we were gone. So I'm sure some sweet cards were pulled. I just didn't get any pictures, but we'll have that fixed for next episode. Fantastic. So, um, there are a couple spots left in that uh, legacy break, Josh. I uh, there is more than a couple. There's a lot of spots. We're filling four boxes of 2023 legacy. That's eight autographs. As you can see over there on Grand Slam Breaks, rockhill.com. You can go grab a spot. We'll break it when it's full. If it doesn't fill any faster, we'll have to pull it down and we'll just sell the boxes in the shop. But thought it'd be a fun rip for 29 bucks. Come jump in, support the shop, get you a card, entertain yourself for a little bit. So a couple things before we let everybody go. And thank you if you've made it this far in the show as as usual. Thank you. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, all the good things. Um, as Josh mentioned at the top of the show, this is the final episode 
of season two and uh, we're going to be coming back with a little bit of a different format uh we josh and i took advantage of the 14 hour trip there and the 14 hour trip back um to sort of hammer out a new format uh we won't be going live uh with the show so it'll be in a recorded format but we will go live every once in a while maybe do a break uh, break open some some product so a couple changes coming our way. Josh, before we let everybody go with crazy stat of the week, uh, do you want to dive into or share a couple stories of our road trip? We really never sure. got to that. So, uh, yeah, I'll give the Cliff Notes version. It's hilarious. If you want the full version, come down to the shop and I'll tell you. Um, I rented the four of us gentlemen that uh, were headed 12 hours in the car up to Chicago. I rented a vehicle. Um as fate would have it, Enterprise couldn't fulfill the request I had, but we needed a car quick. So I got us a brand new Toyota Camry. Um, and let, needless to say, the four of us were packed in there pretty good and the trunk was packed to the, to the rafters. And then uh, that didn't include stopping. We stayed overnight in Frankfort, Kentucky. Uh, one of the guys or two of the guys that were with us, big bourbon guys. And so we stopped it lots of liquor stores on the way they'd buy some bourbon that I guess was hard to find. Uh, did the, um, the, the tour at the, what trace is it called? Buffalo trace, the Buffalo trace. So we did the Buffalo trace tour and they bought some more bourbon there, which is hilarious. I've never been around so much bourbon in my life and I don't even drink. Um, <laughs> so we just kept having to pack it in the trunk and pack it and get more creative and pack it in the trunk. So once we got up there, we parked the Camry and we Ubered everywhere we went. Well, when four guys are getting an Uber, you always get the big full size, uh, you know, Yukon or Expedition or something. So they gave me crap the entire time, every time we'd Uber somewhere, because they'd say, boy, Josh, this is sure nice, all this room. Long story short, our last Uber of the trip back to the hotel to get the Camry and head and head on out of town on back to Charlotte. Uh, a guy picks us up in this big black Ford Expedition with an electric cooler inside with blue underglow lights, sweet brand new Expedition. Uh, we ask him instead, can he take us to a hot dog place first? So the guy logs off of Uber and, uh, and lets us pay him privately, takes us to the restaurant, sits outside while we eat, and we come out, we get in. When he's taking us back to the hotel room, we ask him, how much it would cost for him to drive us all the way back to Charlotte from Chicago. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got to jump in here. Okay. I got to right. jump in here. What am I missing? What? No, you're not missing anything. I'm just giving little color commentary. So first of all, asking the guy to stay outside of the restaurant, I was like, okay, this, so I felt like something was in the air here because he was like really malleable, like really open to it. I'm like, he was, was the most happen. laid back guy you'll ever. I said, something's brewing here. You know, one <laughs> of the guys we were, we were traveling with, um, you know, I, I could almost see the wheels turning. And so, and then when the question popped up and I thought, literally I'm looking right at the camera. I thought we were joking. Apparently well, before, not. Before, before you say it, keep in mind too, that, I was wrestling with enterprise to try to get this vehicle swapped out for a minivan or a, a SUV of some kind. 
with no luck because their online and over the phone customer service is terrible. Then all the enterprises that day on Saturday close at noon. So we were just out of luck. So we're like, we're just going to have to get creative, pack it all into the Camry. But then the offer comes out to the Uber driver. Will you drive us to Charlotte for $2,000 cash? And the guy says, which surprised me. He goes, sure. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and we said, <clears throat> you, are you sure? He are said, you serious? <laughs> he's like, sure. 2000 cash. I'll drive you to Charlotte. I'm like, all right. You do realize you got to drive back too. <laughs> he said, yeah. And so we said, all right, let's go. So we grabbed all the stuff out of the Camry packed it into the Yukon or to the, into the expedition. I was in the third row back there. We had a cooler. I brought my big iPad. We, we bought a bunch of wax to open. So we were passing packs around, opening wax, getting to know the Uber driver very well (laughs) over the next 12 hours. We left at what four in the afternoon on Saturday and we got in Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Is that right? It's, yeah. It, it's great. It's the craziest thing. One of the craziest <laughs> things. I, You know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is, this is something that will probably, I'll probably never go through again. So I need to enjoy <laughs> it. And then the, a small piece of me was like, this is, this is what horror movies are made out of. I mean, it's like Jeepers Creepers or Wrong Turn 5 or whatever. I'm like, we're all going to get chopped up in little pieces and no one's ever going to see us again. But it ended no, up being, it was It was, it was the great. perfect storm of, of a, a tattooed, a guy covered in tattoos, an Asian, an Indian driver, a businessman and a lawyer. And we all drive from <laughs> a tax lawyer to all drive from uh, get an Uber from Chicago to Charlotte. Uh, it's got to be the longest Uber Uber ride in the history of Uber. We, we gotta it's gotta be <laughs> it's crazy, but, but it was it, it was fun. Yes. We'd uh, stop so- at Arby's, we'd all take a group selfie. We made the we made the Uber driver get in our <laughs> selfie. <laughs> Then we'd stop at McDonald's and get a snack. We'd all get out. We'd take a, a take a selfie with the Uber driver about three in the morning. Oh, I got to tell this too. We're down to three, three viewers. So they're dropping like flies, but, um, but there's people that are going to watch it on the people are going to watch it on the replay at 4 AM. I'm still awake. We're, we're hanging on for dear life. We're watching movies. You're probably not awake. I don't know if you even remember this. My phone goes off. The burglar alarm at grand uh, slam went off. Yeah. So talk about helpless when when I when we get broken into in the uh, notification that the burglar alarm has gone off. But I was not as panicky because none of my motion sensors outside alerted me to anything. So ADT calls me. We've got a burglar alarm going off at location. I said, I looked in on the cameras. Everything looks okay. Um, can you send the police anyway, just for good measure? They send the police. I'm watching on the cameras. I see the police pull up. They're investigating the outside. The police call me. They say, we're down here. I said, does anything look out of the ordinary? Can you check the doors? Can you said everything's locked up? The back door is all locked up and secured. She go, I she says, I don't know what would have set it off. And then the police officer says, Oh, wait, I see it. There's a bat flying around inside the store. <laughs> So somehow a bat got into the store, was flying around, set off the motion detectors, triggered the alarm, gave me a heart attack, but all is well. 
down at the shop. So I didn't get woke up this time, at least in the middle of the night with the burglar alarm. <laughs> I was already awake. You were already awake, on my way hundreds back. of miles away. Yes. All right, Josh, let's wrap things up. We've gone long today, but that's that's okay. We had a lot to talk about. Do you have a crazy stat? I actually have a crazy stat, believe it or not. I have a crazy stat, too. So mine mine includes the, the most used crazy stat athlete of all time. Can you guess who I'm talking about? We Barry always Bond. use him. Tony, Tony Gwynn. Gwynn. He's up there. He's Tony up there with Barry Bonds. So, all right, mine, mine has to do with that. So it says 14 players, this referring to this season, 14 players have already struck out a hundred times this season led by my boy, Kyle Schwarber with 117 strikeouts. Tony Gwynn struck out 188 times during the entire decade of the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> that dude really was unbelievable. Yes. That was and, my crazy stat. And I'll end things with this other than the crowds, all the hype, all the corporate, this is this blew my mind when I saw it. Com C, which is uh, a big, uh, like a consign online consigner of cards, they posted this, and you guys may have seen this. in In the time of the national, I'm not sure how when they opened their booth, whether it was just Wednesday or Thursday, but from the beginning of the national to the end of the national, Com C received two hundred and six thousand cards. Wow! To their system. Over uh, twenty five thousand cards a day, or no, that's fifty thousand cards a day if they just were open for four days. Folks, this hobby is alive and well. Um, prices, whatever they are, um, you know, it it doesn't matter. This this hobby is vibrant. Be proud that you're part of it. I am, and uh, I'll leave it at that, guys. We will see you guys. Next week, it will be a recorded version of this, uh, but um, probably shorter because we'll be able to edit it up. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Jacob. Yep. We will see you guys see you next time. Bye.